0: This is in the dirt with a SODU. hanging out at MRC still in the dirt podcast still hanging out here. So I don't know how many of these we've we've launched at this point, but we're hanging out with Kate Lumsden, uh, Walzer Automotive Group. What's your technical title now? I don't I don't know these things. I, I
1: am the director of marketing director of, now. Okay, uh,
0: I like it. Yes, yeah, yeah, So changed it a few times. Also wizard, in charge. Uh, expert coder, a uh, little bit of graphic design, account management, G- Google analytics master, Whoa, the whole nine yards, You said designer
2: right? and coder in the same <laughs> list. That is yes. like graphic designer yes. and coder. That is an unusual one.
1: where I technically have my degree and where I got my start, and then I kind of stuck in this, like this business just... You never get out of it, so you stay in it and you evolve, and that's kind of where I got my start.
0: So the first time I actually met Kate is we were, I was at, because she she was at Maury's prior, and I think you you knew this, right? And I walk in, and uh, I'm getting walked around kind of like uh, meeting different people, and this is the first time that I had ever seen in a dealership, a or or at a dealer group a computer turned with its screen north and south right oh. okay so track with yeah, me right. okay right and you so yeah. i've never so normally like you go into the marketing department or anything like that at least you got big screens you know you have a graphic designer when it's sideways but i was like at some level, there's like Slack over here and development, and and then you got Photoshop over here. And Kate's got the long, like twenty inch screen turned north and south with which, at that point, you know you got someone serious oh, on yeah. your hands. So, even knew that was so possible. talk about a little bit of the evolution of like, hey, graphic design. Talk about the evolution of how you've moved through the marketing persona and now director of marketing over the sure. you know in this large group.
1: Yeah, I kind of alluded to it. I mean, you're in this business a long time once you get into it. So. I started, I responded to an anonymous posting for a graphic designer, fresh out of college, uh, ended up Maury's Automotive Group. I spent 10 years there. So I learned the business, but I started in HTML, CSS, Photoshop, Illustrator, um, you name it, DreamWorks, doing email campaigns, website development, building all of these things, building the brand along the way. Um, Paul, you were actually in one of my <laughs> sessions at DMSC a long time That's ago. That's the first
2: time I met you. For I was like, brand, somebody yeah. is talking about brand. I remember yeah. the question I asked yeah. you. I was like, "How do you how do you charge all the stores for that?"
1: Yep, yeah, I remember. Right, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was my question.
2: How do people actually pay for that if it's brand things?
1: Yeah, so I come from a very brand centric uh, way of doing things, and then through that, I learned the business really well, and I really love data. I, I operate in data, which is a really weird. I've come to find a relationship between being able to execute design, but also understanding how to measure it and its effectiveness, and that's kind of where I've found this path I've followed. So now I'm with Walzer. I'm the director of marketing, I kind of came on as an analyst and moved up pretty quickly just due to my experience in the, in the, in the field. But Andrew, in particular, values data. So he lives in the numbers. So when you can marry marketing and the data.
2: And get whatever it, you want. It, yeah, it's, right? it's great. So you <laughs> yeah. have to
1: be able to tell that story and tell it in a way that other people can follow along. That seems to be the hard part that a lot of people miss
2: on. Yeah. You know, I, there are so few examples of what you do and that skill set. I mean, Kyle kind of goes that direction maybe... Heavier on the data side, but still, like, I'm between two people now. It's an unusual thing to have an understanding for aesthetic. And then I'll say data because I'm a data guy, but I, I feel like now that you're both data people, <laughs> I feel weird if I say data. It's, data, a debate, data. Yeah. it's yeah. like if you're like, well, this Someone tomato. Keeps saying they're going to get us tomato, a shirt. Yeah, right. this tomato. And I'm like, tomato. <laughs> right? It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, um, how long have you been at Walzer?
1: Uh, three years last month.
2: And you're the. When did you become director of marketing?
1: A uh, year and a half ago. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Look at
0: that.
2: What is what is? So you've had a little bit of a runway, mm-hmm. and now you're kind of setting the tone, setting the trajectory for the marketing strategy yeah. and the execution. Heading into 2023, right? Inventory is loosening up on some brands, right? Yep. People are starting to get back into the water of spending more time and energy and effort. In the marketing world, yeah. right? Realizing they're gonna, ah, we're gonna have to fight for these again. Mm-hmm. Right? So, what is what is your kind of impetus for 2023 for the group?
1: Oh man, um, we've got a couple of things in the works um, some changes to our website, simplification, CTA cleanup, some of the things that a lot of people are doing, we're just trying to do it to another level. Um, Honestly, I've spent the last year, just to look back really quick, I I basically doubled the size of my team to support. What's the size now? Um, I've got almost 20 on my team right now. Half of those are analysts. Yeah, and I've got a design (laughs) team and I have a photo slash video team. So to my comment earlier, I have a videographer for this. Is there like an angel,
2: angel sound button we can well, press? Look, I'm
0: <laughs> just so happy because so so now, uh, you know, Colton was mm-hmm. the CMO and has kind of moved out and moved the over to Fuse. Fuse yeah. and, yep. and you've kind of and I every time I talked to Colton, like back, you know, two, three years ago before you were in that role, I, I would be like, yo. The fact that you're trying to run at that point, I think it was like 28 stores before like hello and a couple Mm -hmm. of stores. The fact you're trying to do that with eight people is nuts, right? (laughs) I would always tell him that. And so I'm just super excited to hear that. And I know what can come out of that level. What have you gained out of, out of all that?
1: Uh, That's a really interesting question. So the role, when I came on board at Walzer, the role of an analyst was very task oriented. So send your email, post to Facebook, uh, check all of these boxes based on what your GM is asking for. And we've basically flipped the script. They come to us to understand what they need uh, month to month. So we've gotten very tactical with what we do. We understand on the ground inventory, incoming inventory, how many leads per day we're averaging, how to modify our budgets and move them throughout the month so we're playing in the game at the time. We're not just reporting the news. So we know I need to move more rogue, therefore I need to shift my budget because I'm only averaging so many leads per day and we have a 12 month rolling. Is that above my average? Is that below my average? What more do I need to do? We know the cost per lead. We know the ab- adjustments we need to make to the budget to get there. So we can get really granular and they come to us to say, what works, what didn't work, what should I do versus the other way around? they don't the, understand it. As what
2: possible. was the critical moment in that? Because we hear that all the time that like we're just as the marketing department, we're order takers,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And and oftentimes they're like, well, I kind of see other stuff, but they just, we just do what they tell us. How did that script flip for you?
1: ROI. Like, if I can pull the numbers and show you it works and show you the spend and how efficient it can be, mm-hmm. try it my way. And then if, if it doesn't work, we'll adjust.
2: And you've just been able to prove it over time. Yes.
1: It's consistent reporting, consistent proving the support of the business, feeling you're part of the team. So I've aligned my analysts one-to-one. So I have an analyst that supports all the Hyundai stores. Mm-hmm. So that OEM is there. They are part of that team. They have an inventory analyst that goes with that who they are basically connected to the hip.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My analysts know more about their inventory than their GMs sometimes, and Dang. that's not a knock about their GMs. It's no, it's just, just that saying that we're that's what every... they're paying well, that attention lets the, to.
0: That lets them keep in the business of the part that they need to be in, exactly. which is the people or the training or the you know all of it because like Walser has a deep need for training because yes. of the process and because of the way that everything. So yeah, I mean that is a like keeping operations tight with marketing I mm-hmm. like we honestly I haven't talked to Kate I'm just like we're gonna be here for like 25 <laughs> minutes because I haven't talked to her in a couple years <laughs> it's super fun for me to hear that because I we're just encouraging so many dealers so what's like what's a practical step that someone that maybe is, is whether it's a leader or a marketer trying to take the step to head that way like they've been reactive and they want to be proactive what's a sure. practical step they could take in the next month 60 days to move in that direction.
1: Ooh, that's a short time frame, but I think really understanding your landscape. Wait,
0: okay, hold on. There you go. That's the answer. That was it. <laughs> Actually, I think you answered the question already. You were like, that's a short time frame. And I think that that's probably on me, but also like on the rest of our industry. It's like making that switch is not a short time frame.
1: Yeah, it takes time. You got to right what,
0: what is it? What is a practical
2: time frame?
1: Ooh, I would give yourself eight to 12 months at a minimum to really understand how it works. Because it's taken me that long to get to the point where when I first started and we moved from being task-based and like, okay, what are these other things we should be looking into in the form of SEO, optimizing SEM spend, understanding the model mix, understanding the lead mix, all of these things I had to train in order for the team to understand it. Then they can prove it. Then we can scale it. Like there's all these things that have to kind of take place and along the way I have to get leadership's buy-in so in the form of colton and andrew like i need them to understand it and understand the value so once they saw an analyst take five minutes out of their day and find additional opportunity because they understood all the tools they had at their disposal in the form of (sighs) MarketMaster or all these tools and i'm not trying to endorse anyone but like there's all these things like you can see all the lost opportunity so the second an analyst goes in and says why aren't we doing this? Follow up with these customers or go after this. Andrew sees that and he's like, man, if they had the time to really dig deep, they can find us more opportunities. So then marketing, and this is coming from someone that I won't name him, but he always thought marketing was an expense. He flipped the script and said it was an investment. Yeah. So for someone to come that far and say, I, I need this person, and now they fight for their analysts. Like if I need to switch it up because – I need to realign the team or we have a new hire or something. They fight to keep their analysts. That was yeah. never the case. That's nuts.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh man, we could go for a long time. Maybe <laughs> we'll, we're going we'll to have to get you on. We've got another podcast called auto collabs. That's when we'd like <laughs> dig in for a little 40 longer for whatever, <laughs> uh, but really excited, excited to see what the Walzer group does over the next years. And the things that you're talking about with the website and growing the team. Um, I, I, I would say this, if you're listening to this podcast, and you're not watching what's going on in the walls of or organization, then you're doing it wrong. Like you should be watching and paying attention to what they're doing. It might not be right for you, but you might get an idea of what, of what opportunity is out there. So Kate, thanks for hanging out with us.
1: Happy to. Thanks guys.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to in the dirt with a Soto. We love the automotive industry and the people who make it run day in and day out. We would love to connect with you more through our daily dose of fun. A free email that you can sign up for at asodu.com. That's asotu.com. That's A-S-O-T-U dot We put our heart and soul into it every day. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more conversations in the dirt with Asodu.